a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to Voice Rising with Kara Johnstad. Enjoy weekly conversations with leading luminaries, pioneering visionaries, singers, poets, musicians, and sound healers as we explore the profound role our voice plays on the path to self-realization and global enlightenment. The internationally acclaimed singer, composer, author, healer, recording artist, voice expert, creator of Voice Your Essence, and founder of the School of Voice, Kara Johnstadt uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower others. Everything in this world vibrates. Everything has a frequency. A pioneer in the field of voice work and transformational songwriting. Her breakthrough methods are helping thousands of people worldwide fine-tune their body-mind-spirit system and unlock the energetic frequencies of limitless creativity, health, and abundance. Share your voice. Ask your questions. Join in the conversation. Receive life-changing, positive transformation and rise together to create a sound world. And here's your host, Kara Johnstad. Hi, everybody. Today we are exploring how we as a humanity can fine-tune our body-mind-spirit system and heal through music and sound consciousness. And I have with me today the Grammy Award-winning musician, composer, and producer, Paul Avgerinos. I welcome you, Paul, to Voice Rising. Great to be with you, Cara. Thanks so much. It's so good to have you back. Um, I know that you do have a new album out there, and it's entitled Joy. Joy is something we definitely all need. And I do believe you have to share more now, but you were nominated for two Grammys this year. And maybe you share with us a little bit where you're musically at in this moment. Sure. Well, I'm very focused on serving people with peaceful, relaxing, deep, uplifting, high vibration music. And I really focus on the listener's needs. You know, I I watch very carefully what tracks get the most streams. And I've been blessed to be getting three to four million streams a month over the last two or three years. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And it's interesting. The tracks that get the most play are very often not the most sophisticated and most elaborate ones, but they tend to be the simplest ones. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very consciously trying to serve people with this music because I know there's a lot of pain and suffering in the world, and if I can help to alleviate a little bit of it through this gentle music, then 
I, I feel that's a very worthwhile goal and activity. It's very worthwhile. It's very important. So thank you for being of service for our beautiful world. You collaborated on this newest album with the multi-instrumentalist Kevin Brahini Fortune, and you guys also had done the Grace album together. What, what brought you back together after seven years? Well, uh, I've been wanting to do another album with Kevin for uh, quite a few years, but uh, he was going through a lot of difficulties, uh, health issues, and torn rotator cuffs, and motorcycle mm. accidents, and one thing after another. And so uh, it took us a while, but we finally, <laughs> finally got it together and uh, worked together again. And it's a very magical working with Kevin. You know, uh, we do an interesting process that's very unusual in this genre where often Kevin will play a melody all by himself and send it to me, and then I'll work with it and orchestrate around it. So, you know, normally mm-hmm. people build a foundation, and then they put the melodies and, and uh, sprinkles on top. But in this case, uh, for many of the tracks on Grace and on Joy, we work the other way around, and I find it very refreshing and and uh, enjoyable to work in that different way with him. Yeah, and you're both very... Um, he also has a big studio and does producing, right? So you're both very, not only multi-instrumentalists, but you're both producers, so you really love excellent sound. I mean, I think that's what you hear also in your albums. Not only are the, the tracks amazing, but they just have a very high sound quality which is important if we want to relax, right? Right, yeah, thank you for that. It, it's true, we do focus on quality. Uh, we're both uh, long-time, 40-year-plus careers as engineers, so yeah. we, we, uh, you know, we keep the bar pretty high for sound quality because we realize that you know, once you release something, that's it. You, you can't take it back and fix it later on. So That's it. So you have to you have to put a lot of work into it, and make sure that it's as it's as lovely as you can make it before you release it. And fortunately, we we both have a lot of skill and experience, so um, we're able to work together pretty quickly, uh, which uh, you can't do with everyone. You know, there's a there's a chemistry there and a synergy. And uh, Kevin is is very psychic. He actually does a lot of work as a psychic and a healer and a channel mm. and. Um, he he just seems to be able to read my mind. He knows what I'm looking for and, and uh, anticipates it, which is really great. Doesn't take a, we we don't have long conversations about <laughs> what needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, Paul. I would love our listeners to um, have a taste of this new album, and we're going to start with the track "Joy Is," which is the opening track on the new album. Would you like to share? A few words about this track, or should we just go right into it? Well, just briefly, I've been naming opening tracks Grace Is, Bliss Is, Peace Is, Joy Is, with the concept that joy simply is, it exists, it's available to everyone, and it's just a matter of uh, letting go of the things that are blocking us from experiencing joy. I saw that you created the titles that express what joy is that are based off of a poem. And 
the poem goes joyous, subtle, content, innocence, rising, simplicity, childlike, tranquility, serene, rivers of light, ascending. So um, my question is, were you the author? Did you pen this poem or is it um, something that you oh, dearly love? Yeah, no, I, I, I write the poems that are the album titles because, um, you know, in this age we're in where we don't have liner notes, we don't have um, descriptive copy and supporting materials, all people get is a tiny little album cover, the name of the album and the names of the tracks. So I thought it yeah. would be wise to to use the names of the tracks to convey more clearly and fully the meaning of the album, the usefulness of it, the uh, focus of it, the intentionality that's uh, embedded into the vibrations. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, uh, you think about all the qualities that joy manifests as, you know, how, how does it appear in our lives and what helps it to manifest more fully and um and then i i matched up it's a little bit of a dance you know because you have to you have to match the the titles of the tracks need to go with those particular tracks but then you also want to get them in an order uh that works as a poem so it's yeah. it's a, a lot of fun it's a basically you know writing poetry uh process work which i enjoy uh, i i've been writing poetry for ages so just just as a vocation. So uh, sounds it's, like it's, a new project, Paul. Yeah, sounds like it's, a new it's project fun. to bring out a little or to bring out a beautiful poetry book together with your music. I mean, I guess you do have it now in the form of the the titles of the album, but yeah, I, I got this image of yeah of, of visuals be, and that music might be fun. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my poems was published about twenty five years ago. the The titles of Words Touch. That's an album back from the uh, late nineties. Um, those titles also form a poem, and and uh, so that that might be fun to do because I've got quite a few of these now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Let's see if Christopher is there on the other end, um, and then we can listen in to your first track, which is called "Joy Is."
You are listening to the uh, new album by Paul Abgerinus, who's in studio with me, and that track was called Joy Is. Paul, we cannot cure the world of its sorrows, but we can choose to live in joy. And so what are some simple ways that you invite joy into your life each and every day? Right. Well, it's uh, there are a lot of simple techniques at work and practicing gratitude, you know, making mm-hmm. lists of all the wonderful things, wonderful blessings that we have, things that we're grateful for, people that we're grateful for. And Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers cultivating forgiveness and acceptance of the things that upset us or bother us, um, offering that up to God, up to a higher power, and so that we don't carry around a a worry or a stress or a sadness about uh, suffering that exists in the world. And um, just focusing on being peaceful and content, you know, for for me that means chanting my ama mantra as much as possible, mm-hmm. and helps to keep my mind quieter because uh, you know that monkey mind can really take us <laughs> to all kinds of unpleasant places very quickly. <laughs> take us out on the limb. <laughs> take us out on the limb, and then it starts sawing off the limb yeah, that we're sitting right. on. You know, it's a it's kind right. of a kind of a crazy. The, the egoic consciousness is really. As uh, Eckhart Tolle says, it's it's really insanity. You know, living in the egoic realm is is actually uh, insanity. But since so many people are doing it, it seems normal. <laughs> well, that's what Gabor Mate has a new book, "The Myth of Normal," when she says this same thing. It's like we we keep on thinking that that is normal, but it's actually not normal. Normal is the peaceful, natural joyful, you know, world, right? Yeah. But, but somehow we, we get confused because it's just kind of programmed into us that wars are normal. They're not normal. No, or, no. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, but it's been going on for so many thousands of years that it's yeah. become institutionalized, you know. And there's a saying that um, God created everything in the universe except for the ego, which was created by mankind. It's, a, <laughs> imagi- it's an imaginary construct. It's not real. It's, it's uh, you know, uh, thinking that thoughts define reality is insane. How could it possibly, yeah. how could a word, you know, English is a made-up language that you and I understand, but mm-hmm. there's plenty of beings that don't speak English, and it's completely meaningless noise to them. So how could these so-called words actually encapsulate reality. You know, reality is huge and mysterious and magical and unfathomable. So it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's really insane, but it's, it's also comical. You know, it's like, well, I'm going to explain to you the universe and everything and how things work. <laughs> and it's like, oh, really? Okay, well, well, let me get my paper and pencil so I can <laughs> take notes. <you> know? <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly. Or you set your intent and you reach your goal, but then something comes in between, like you get stopped at a traffic light or something, and you, your whole timing for the day is gone. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Exactly. You know, there's there's no real happiness in duality. In in um, yeah. Worldly existence is full of ups and downs. You know, one day you feel great, the next day you don't feel so good, and things you have successes, you have failures, you have you know life issues, and everyone experiences this. But people keep looking for happiness in the wrong place. It, happiness is in oneness. It's in yeah. in the spirit. It's in unity consciousness, and it's also in the non-physical, you know, Advaita yeah. Vedanta, that what they call non-dual awareness is is where the real bliss is. You and I are one, and in yeah. there, there's comfort and a quiet joy. Yeah, I hope that the people start pondering on this. Uh, we're going to take a small break, and while, while we break, we're just going to start pondering on that, that the air that you breathe is going to be my breath soon and that the sky that you're looking up at is also the sky that I look up at tonight. Just a short break. We're going to be back with Paul after in just a second. The cutting edge of conscious radio. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Om Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Connect at ometimes.com. Ohm Times, creating a more conscious lifestyle. With happy clients all over the world. Kara Johnstad knows that your voice is the missing link to more authenticity, abundance, creativity, and health. An internationally acclaimed voice expert, Kara's breakthrough methods have helped thousands of people successfully heal their voice wounds and extinguish the story of self-doubt and shyness forever. Join in group trainings, attend online sessions, Schedule one-on-one time and invite Kara to work with your organization and community. Get started today. Go to www.karajohnstad.com and receive a special guided meditation designed to fine-tune your inner voice and welcome you on the voice journey. This is Kathy Beale, host of Celestial Compass, featuring astrology you can use. Celestial Compass points you to what's going on in the sky and what you can do with it down here on Earth. We also explore fun, effective, and cosmic tools for navigating this adventure we call life. Join me the first and third Monday of the month at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Celestial Compass. It's enlightening, entertaining, and empowering. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. 
Welcome back to Voice Rising. I am your host, Cara Johnstad, and I am back here in studio with the composer and Grammy Award winning producer, Paul Abger, and you're talking about sound consciousness and leading a life with mega joy. So, Paul, we were just talking about this amazing connection that, that everybody has, this oneness, and the heart speaks in such subtle ways. Anyone who's meditated or spent time in quietude knows the subtle energies that surround us and allow us to hear even a butterfly's wings beating 10,000 miles away if we're lucky. And I'd love to play the second track off of your album. So share with us a little bit about the next title, Subtle. Right. Subtle is exactly what you're talking about, that the the science of joy and bliss, the the life of these beautiful qualities, I, I compare it to flowers, you know. Flowers are very delicate and vulnerable, but they're some of the most beautiful creations in, in our world. But, of course, you know, a flower is, is very delicate. You know, it's easy to damage it. It's easy to neglect it. It's easy to hurt a flower. And so, um, of course, but they're also... Um, indestructible in that they keep coming back, just like joy mm-hmm. and bliss and peace. They they can be um, postponed or you know beaten down, as it were. But they always come back. They always find a way to come back. As you, you can see, a flower growing in a little crack in the cement. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is that the signs of true joy are often subtle and overlooked in our hectic lives. And when we slow down and breathe more deeply, the delicate seeds of joy can take root and grow in our consciousness. And so we want to make a firm decision to slow down and watch attentively for the subtle flowers of joy as they start to emerge. So a little bit that I wrote about the subtle track. Beautiful. Let's, let's uh, listen in to subtle off of the new album, Joy.
stunningly beautiful, Paul. I could really see that little flower perking its bud head stem through the cement sidewalk. And I, I was reminded of these flowers that we have in Germany. They're called Schneeglöckchen. And I don't know if you have them on the East Coast. They're snowbells. And, and when everything's cold and dark in the middle of the winter, they literally shoot through the earth and come out as these green sprouts with white buds. Do you have those? Oh, yes, I have seen those. They're, yeah, very lovely, and, and it definitely in, encapsulates what we're talking about. Alma uses the flower metaphor quite a bit. She, she says that we're all beautiful flowers, and we should just allow ourselves to bloom and express the beauty and the joy and the bliss that's within us and not to not to worry about the um, the sometimes frightening outer world <laughs> or she'll say you know just to light your little lamp and move forward with courage you know it, it takes uh, you have to be brave actually to be a spiritual warrior to to be happy to be truly happy you, you have to yeah. be brave you know you have to uh, be confident in your true nature, and not be not be uh, put off by the all the noise that is in the outer world, and the scary things that that seem to go on constantly in the outer world. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking about this when I was researching for this interview, because joy is also everybody you know wants. They say, "Oh, let's be joyful. Let's have joy." But few people have the courage to really make it a life practice every day, to step into joy. And and it's a curious feature of regimes sometimes to ban joy, for example. I was I was remembering in, you know, a history class where in China under Mao it was forbidden to listen to Beethoven or yeah. um, I'm in Berlin and and during the Nazi regime it was forbidden to listen to jazz and blues. And so Dance and music have also been joy. Joyful moments have also been um, uh, suppressed from our consciousness, so so that we don't have this feeling of coming back into our true nature. So, talk to us about joy as an act of resistance, because you just said it. When when the scary things are going on outside, how brave it is to choose not to be complaining the whole time, but to really stay in that place of active joy as a, as a, as an, yeah, as activism, as, as yeah, a, consci- that, a conscious choice. Yeah. yeah, I got a very strong hit as you were saying that. It, it, it's, it's very profound. People normally associate, oh, well, I've got to resist the uh, fascist regime, uh, regime. I have to speak truth to power. I have to stand up. I have to fight. But really, when, when we do that, we're actually cementing the problem because we're, we're cementing that duality between mm-hmm. good and bad and us and them. And, you know, but if we simply focus on true freedom, true freedom is being ourselves, being true to our higher nature. And that changes the world because the example is irresistible. Everyone loves happy, joyful people. Everyone wants to be happy and joyful, but they don't know how. So when they finally see someone, you know, like Amma, who is truly blissful and truly practicing unconditional love, they 
are drawn to her. It's like a huge magnet. People just flock to her. They want to be in that bliss bubble that surrounds her by about two-mile radius around her. It's just Mm -hmm. high-energy, beautiful, heavenly place that she dwells in. And so for me, that's a true freedom, you know? That's true independence because, you know, if somebody say somebody says or does something hurtful, if I can just let it pass through me and just accept it and stay true to my center, then I really expand and help heal that other person and help uplift the vibration of the world. So it's, uh, you know, I think you have to be careful of that whole you know, fight the powers that be and all, because um, it's a very slippery slope where, you know, you end up in this um, confrontational adversarial dynamic, which is the last thing that we want, because there's no, there's no real joy there. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about how joy is also just like laughter and just like tears and just like yawning. Joy is also very contagious. And so yeah. thinking, of, thinking of Amma with her amazing field, um, if every one of us wanted to step into that place a little bit more, we would be creating fields of joy. Not fields of gold, as, <laughs> as the yeah. song goes, but fields of, <laughs> fields of joy. Yeah. Exactly. That would be a great place to plant those flowers. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's our creation, you know. Uh, we we can create whatever we want. If we want to continue hell on earth, it's very easy to do, but it's it's just as easy to create uh, uplifting high vibration joyful uh fields of yeah. of energy. It's it's really I think it's really easier because it's our true nature. Yeah. Do you have a favorite time, Paul, for creating music? Do you are you a, a night owl or are you an early bird or when's when's your your time for creating or is it simply happening twenty four seven? Yeah, I I don't I don't uh, have that as much, especially since I have a young daughter. Um I have to make sure I'm up early enough to help her, take care of her. But um I think it's more, I've noticed a more seasonal pattern where I, I try to follow the, the season. So in the fall, I start turning inward and mm, contemplating what the next project will be. And I normally start it right around the solstice, right in December. And then I work on it through the winter and I finish in the spring. And so then I start turning outward because now I'm going to share it with the world. So, you know, I've gone inward to the well, Mm -hmm. to the unmanifest uh, world where creativity comes from. And then I I go through the process and then I turn outward in the spring and the summer and share it uh, with the world. So uh, I like that flow since I live, you know, where we have very definite seasons in Connecticut. Um, That works for me. And uh, even the stars align with it because I noticed that 
you know, when I'm in the heart of my best creativity, I go out around 10 at night and look up and there's the Pleiades. The seven sisters are right mm. overhead blessing my work. It's this, I have some magical connection with that group of stars. I, I can't say exactly what it is, but there's something about those stars that um, just lights up my being every time I see them. So uh, it, it's beautiful. It's like <laughs> every winter I'm, I'm doing an album. You know, like right now I'm making a Christmas album that's going to come out in November, and I've been working on it since December, and I'm more than halfway through, you know, and we're in the middle of winter, so it's it's perfect, and, and the, the stars are blessing the process, and um, the, the seasons are too, you know, because winter, nature turns inward, and it, it goes dormant, more dormant, and goes to the unmanifest you know the uh, yeah, yeah. the place where every every creation comes from and you do see those stars because your nights are very long and your days are very short in the winter time in Connecticut right, right? so you just right. are more um, it's a very cozy time yeah it's a very cozy yeah it, time. it's a great time to do this this creative work you know it's very it's very inner very quiet, meditative, contemplative, uh, reflective work. It's, uh, you know, tiny details. It's, it's a million tiny details make a beautiful album. And so it's, uh, it's a wonderful time for it. You know, summer is more flamboyant. Spring and summer are more flamboyant and explosive and outward and, you know, vibrantly ecstatic and you know <laughs> and and less time i'm sure too if you have kids i mean there's just there's more to do outside and to yeah. take care of in sure. the summer you have to take care of the property and the house and there's a lot more to do and, and a lot yeah, more activities it's, it's a, happening more activities maybe traveling you know and so it's um i love that rhythm it it works really well for me uh, i always make my most important album every year in the winter I make other albums uh, different times, but, you know, th these particular ones that we're talking about, you know, Joy and Grace, obviously this is my most important work that I focus on. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking in fall, people think fall is such a melon, yeah, so much melancholy and everything's kind of falling from the leaves, but I always like to see fall as, as nature scattering her seeds. So if you're thinking of your albums, you brought them out, and they continue then. I mean, you're talking about 3 million listen, listeners in, in, per month, right? They continue yeah. to spread. They continue to evolve in the world, even though you're there doing your new album. And, but your old albums, they keep on um, yeah, being there for everybody to listen yeah, to, yeah. to get their massages to, to absorb and savor. It's pretty. It's pretty special how music has its way to penetrate through time and space. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I always feel the fall is for me is like the beginning of the year. If um, if I made the calendar, I think I would start it on September first or something or October first because it feels to me like you know nature has completed a cycle and mm -hmm. is letting go. And so the letting go is the beginning of the next cycle. You know, if you're going to channel something beautiful, the first thing you have to do is let go 
of yeah. everything and you know yeah. become a channel and turn inward you've got to connect with the the uh, subconscious unmanifest and uh, yeah. for me that starts in the fall beautiful Paul, we're going to take a little break, a short break, and then we're going to be back and listen into your next song. Thank you. Short break. Bringing a more conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. You came across someone struggling with hunger. How would you recognize them? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not excited for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a war veteran who's having a hard time landing a job and getting back on his feet? I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Voice Rising. I'm your host, Cara Johnstad, and I am in studio today with Paul Adrianus, and he's talking about his new album, Joy, and the power that music has to heal us and to bring peace into our lives. Paul, Carlos Santana said, if you carry joy in your heart, you can heal any moment. Truth? Oh, very much so. Very much so. It's amazing how uh, powerful it is. You know, years ago, uh, Anugra and I did an album called Gratitude Joy, Mm -hmm. and the concept of that title was that if you have one, the other one will follow. So, you know, if you have gratitude, if you cultivate gratitude, then the quiet joy starts to manifest because how can it not? And if you experience joy, let's say, you know, something wonderful happens out of the blue, a long lost friend, or you fall in love, or something wonderful happens, you experience joy, what's the next thing you feel? Then you feel gratitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a virtuous, a virtuous circle that um, one feeds the other, and it's an upward spiral, you know, it's an auspicious spiral that uh, is very blessed. And then synchronicities happen and luck, what people call luck or what I call the grace of God can come into your life because you're preparing the soil for it. You know, like if you want to grow some beautiful food, what do you have to do first? You have to prepare the soil. You make sure Mm -hmm. it has the right nutrients and the right amount of water and the sun. And, you know, then there's a good chance you can grow some lovely food. 
And likewise, if you want grace and joy and bliss to come into your life, you have to prepare your life. You have to remove the things, let's say, remove the weeds of jealousy and hate and fear and darkness and sadness. You have to pull those weeds out. You have to figure out a way to get them out of your system. <laughs> yeah, you have to tend to it, right? Yes, yes. People people forget that. Life is a lot like gardening in that way. Exactly. When we go back to that flower metaphor, we can't... Yeah. I mean, th- there are flowers, of course, that grow just wild, um, but there is a thing about taking time to nurture, to water, to look how much something needs, how much does your relationship need from time, from energy, right? Just like you would with a plant. If you smother somebody with, I'm not saying too much love, but if you smother somebody and never give them space or wings to fly, then it might also not work. But if you never write or never connect or never contact a person, it might also be difficult to keep that connection. So it's just being very attentive and aware and, I mean, like you say, full of full of uh, gratitude and joy. Paul, tell us about your next song. So we're, we're playing today the first three tracks off of this new album. The new album is gorgeous. So for you guys listening um, out there, there are many, many more tracks than we're able to play today on the show. But the next uh, track is called Content. And what, what, what were the images that were arriving while you were composing this song are you and Kevin right well I wrote a little paragraph about it because this is one this was one of the feature singles and um, I wrote that everyone wants to be happy but it's not a feeling that comes just by hard work when we focus on being peaceful and content we create the fertile soil in which joy can take root and blossom it is counterintuitive as we relax deeply into acceptance and equanimity Joy arises naturally and effortlessly in our life experience. Mm, Beautiful. Let's listen in. Content.
were just listening to the track Content, and Paul Avgenius is with me here in studio. Paul, there is an ancient practice which I love. I think it's from the Celts. It's called placemaking. And it's the way in which all human beings transform the places they find themselves in into the places that they live. And you were talking about this, that we can cultivate the soils that will shelter and feed us. And just like we cultivate those soils, we can also cultivate the relationships in our community that nourish us. Your whole music, you've, you've shared this on your homepage, that your life work is to spread peace, love, joy, healing, tolerance, contentment, bliss, through the gentle and kind music. Talk to us about this conscious placemaking that you're doing with music to, to create, I guess I would say, not only your community, but communities that are really living these values that you hold so dear. Right. I think it's important that we all be as conscious as we can in creating the vibrations and places that we want to live in, where we want to mm -hmm. dwell in. You know, um, starting with where I live, I, I mean, I live out in nature. I'm surrounded by 10,000 acres of nature sanctuary and a giant reservoir. And wow. so being here is a very conscious decision. It didn't happen by chance. It was... Uh, something that I've worked towards for, well, I worked towards it for about 35 years before I got here. And um, so, you know, it was it was involved a lot of letting go. For instance, uh, when I was a young man, I made my living in big symphony orchestras. And, well, guess mm -hmm. what? The best, biggest orchestras are in the biggest cities. Mm -hmm. But I don't like living in giant cities like New mm -hmm. York and Hong Kong and Paris and Rome and you know, they're all, they all have big city issues and vibrations. And so I had to let that go. I had to let that part of music go, which was difficult for me. It, it was hard because I loved that world and uh, I was thriving in, in it in so many ways. But on a spiritual, on a, on a deep level, it wasn't really serving my my spiritual path and spiritual evolution as much as this this life is now. So, you know, sometimes there are difficult choices we have to make. Um, you can't serve multiple masters. You know, you have to mm -hmm. have priorities. You know, what is most important to you? I've always made peace, peace of mind, uh, top priority in my life. And I've had to let go of a lot of things that disturb that piece. And so I think when you follow that path, you inevitably are able to turn around and then offer the fruits of your path back to the world because mm -hmm. you know now you you've built up a a uh, vibratory system that's useful for other people. And and I think that's a wonderful a wonderful blessing to be able to serve in in some small or large way in the world yeah it's like a vibratory sanctuary in a way right i mean yeah you have created your own sanctuary where you're recording and with your beloved family 
and yet one can feel this peace and calmness radiate out. I mean, I'm sitting here in Berlin, you're sitting in Connecticut, and there's there's no gap, right? Yeah. And and that's that's that is pretty amazing. If you if you had a wish, now we've all I, I actually sense that we're kind of in this recovery period. I feel like the last few years were very intense for many people. We we did have a lot of healing happening and it continues to happen. If you had a vision for our world, I mean I know you're already living so much of it, but what what would you say to people who feel like I don't know, like everything's going downhill. You know, I hear this phrase, people say, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> I mean, the valley is actually a lovely place also to be, but um, w- what is your wish for humanity? How would you like to see us uh, continue in the next six months or a year? Because we know from quantum physics it is possible to join in the joy, bliss, gratitude, you know, on that train. What, what would you love to see happen? Well, um, the way I see it is um, things are both getting much better and worse at the same time because Mm -hmm. uh, what's happening is the paradigm of existence is being stretched out. The the buffet of life is being exaggerated so people can see more and more clearly how their choices affect reality. And, And that's perplexing for many to see things getting both better and worse at the same time, but it actually makes perfect sense because we're in an expansion, hugely powerful expansion phase right now. I don't see it as a recovery, but more of just a very powerful expansion. And um, I I draw upon Amma's wisdom. Uh, This is may not be palatable for everyone to hear, but what she says is that this is a hell planet. And a hell planet is where two different things are going on. One is, if you want to live in duality and believe that you're a body and fight with your brother and over limited perceived resources and such and Mm -hmm. such, you can do that here. And you can do it for thousands and thousands of years and no, no one's going to stop you. But you can also use this planet as a place to wake up to the fact that you're not a body <laughs> and that you're there are not limited resources and there's no shortage of anything in the universe. As a matter of fact, yeah. the universe is completely abundant and it's just uh, embarrassingly, confusingly abundant. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's just so magnificent. And so Amos says, um, this planet is serving an important purpose and that we don't we're not here to change the planet the the not the earth planet but the the world of people you know the people mm-hmm. that live here we're not here to change our brothers but we're here either to awaken ourselves and serve our brothers and help to ease their suffering or surrender to the mindless insanity and suffer away so I think uh, that's the way I look at it. But, but when I say we're in a tremendous expansion is that since, you know, I became conscious of, of this in the mid-70s, uh, since then I've seen this exponential growth, especially the last 10, 15 years, exponential growth in the desire for true wisdom and awakening and 
mindfulness and wellness is just exploding. I think so many young people are are craving this yeah. divine wisdom. And so that's very encouraging. That's very encouraging. We're going to leave it there. For all of you out there, check out Paul Avgerinus. Um, your music is everywhere to be streamed, to be bought, roundskymusic.com. Is that correct, Paul? That's right. Thank you, Carl. roundskymusic.com. You can see everything he's doing. And once in a while, we're lucky, and he writes a blog and some poetry and puts it out there for us. So thank you so much, for Paul, for being um, with me today. And many blessings, and I wish you all the best. Oh, thank you so much, Carl. It's always a joy to talk with you. Okay, bye-bye. I know.